Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking with Katie Dirk Swagger. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name. <laughs> um, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. So, Katie, if you could tell my listeners a bit about yourself, that would be great. All right. So, my name is Katie Dirkswagger. I am a certified professional intuitive life and career coach. Um, I actually started my journey in Minnesota and have transitioned into three different states. The last one I was at was in South Carolina, and I was there for six years worked in higher education and got a little bit burnt out, Um, had a surgery, ended up dealing with a sexual sexual harassment issue, and then I decided I needed a change. And I decided to enroll in a life coaching program and move 4,000 miles across the country to Portland, Oregon. (laughs) So it's been an interesting journey, um, trusting my intuition and really connecting with who I want to be. Um, and then finding finding my way back to myself, I guess you could say. Interesting. Um, okay. Um, I'm sorry. Again, I don't ask a lot of questions. Um, oh, that's no, fine. It, it, it's it's fine. Um, so um, just to reiterate what you said, um, just so I don't have any confusion, um. Basically, you're, you're a life coach, correct? Is, is that the right technical term? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so um, how do you feel um, that's been helpful considering what's going on with the pandemic right now? My So I, I, I deal with clients um, on a one-on-one basis, and I also lead a meditation group for women. Um, and I have found that... One, everyone here, especially since we're still locked down in Oregon, is really needing that connection with other people because we can't get it in person, right? We can't have that one-on-one connection, that sense of community here right now. So having something that they can come to and that can refocus their own energy because, you know, we're in chaos mode. We're in, you know, the mode of I'm not sure what's happening Um, And it's, it has been over a year, we're at a year now, right? So we're all in that place of, okay, can we just be done with this? (laughs) Um, So having a place that women can come to that can connect each other to a community, um, that can also give you that sense of, this is something I'm doing for myself, this is a form of self care to reconnect deeply, because if we're in survival mode, like, we're not focusing on that, and we're not able to give ourselves that break that we really do need. And that's been really helpful for the community that I work with now. Um, It's not expanding as fast as it was when we were doing in person, but it's still just an amazing experience to connect with all of these women across the country and do virtual Zoom, you know, meditation groups and then continuing to work with my clients. And they've had a lot of challenges with COVID, with job losses and with layoffs. Um, and with trying to find that balance, because we're, you're kind of thrown for a loop with COVID. And now it's all about trying to figure out, you know, what, what they're going to do, how they're going to navigate it, how they can continue to feel that sense of connection with other people. 
um, and really how to navigate a job loss because, you know, I've been through two layoffs in my experience and I've been through those dark days of isolation when I was going through a sexual harassment suit. And so that really is helpful for them to know, hey, there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. It might not feel great now. There's a lot of anxiety and social pressures and the, the, you know, people are producing so much stuff right now and people feel the need to produce, but we're in a collective trauma. Like we're in the midst of it (laughs) and we can't, we got to just go through it. We can't just say, okay, we're going to just look at all the positive things. Yes, that's helpful, but that can be, you know, toxic positivity. So, um, you know, we're trying to make sure that people are staying balanced. We're trying to give them outlets and resources, but knowing that they can just be okay with where they're at and not catastrophize or fortune tell or look into the future and predict all of these things that, you know, aren't really happening yet because you, you don't know what's going to happen in the future. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really helpful for my clients and, and what I'm talking about, especially, um, and I'm putting out a lot of stuff on Instagram about empaths. And I'm not sure if you know what empaths are. Um, but they are folks that can pick up on subtle energies of other people. Um, I'm actually glad you touched on that. Because I actually do know what an empath is. And yeah. I consider myself to be a bit of an empath to an extent. Because I'm... Yeah find myself thinking of others feelings very often before thinking of my own feelings because of my caring nature and spirituality so I completely understand um where you're coming from as far as the empaths and their effect on others and everything yeah so let me ask you this in the beginning of the pandemic did you feel some of the energy of other people like when you would try to go to the grocery store and you were just like overwhelmed with how everything around you was feeling. Um, in the beginning, um, I, I'm going to be honest. Um, just to give you a little insight to me, um, in the, at the start of pandemic, which in my honest opinion was really January, um, 2020, Mm. um, I had recently become diabetic. So, um, yeah, don't, don't worry. I've gone through being diabetic for a year, so okay. I'm 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 good, and I've I've handled <laughs> that change quite um successfully. Um, luckily, considering the fact that it was in the midst of this pandemic, yeah. Um, I really hadn't had. I mean, I did think of everyone obviously being affected by it, but um, I at least in the very beginning, I was really thinking. I'm gonna be honest I was thinking a little bit more about myself because oh, yeah. I no one had any history of diabetes on either side of my family that I knew of so I had to obviously adapt to the fact that hey this is a new change in my life and I have to um keep in mind that hey several months before I got diagnosed, I could have died, and now we're in the midst of this virus, so I really don't want to wind up in that same predicament as I was with the fear of possibly, well, dying, because at that point, we didn't have a vaccine, so um, in the beginning, I was really thinking about myself, I, I mean, I, I, but um, throughout the um, um, several months um, after 
um, I guess, well, March is when I truly felt like myself again. Um, having gone being diabetic for about two months at mm-hmm. that point. Um, and that's when we obviously ended up in quarantine or at least on, in the Florida um, side mm-hmm. or else. Um, I started feeling um, very um, sympathetic to um, those who um, actually, maybe there's a better specific term, for those who weren't able to gain the closure as far as losing someone as a result of the pandemic um Uh or just losing someone in general whether it's old age or what have you um they weren't able to get that proper closure or celebrate that person's life because of the virus because we have to stay at six feet or quarantine or all these Mm -hmm. healthy measures and I really feel bad um in regards to that because Every, I mean, you should, that's, a, a, death is a natural part of life, but mm-hmm. it's also a, normal to be able to be able to say goodbye to that person. Right. So, right. Um, as far as the lives lost, I can, um, my heart really goes out to how everyone is truly feeling and being affected by that, because, I mean, um. In just the fact that there are some people who don't have the luxury of having family close by as well. Um, mm-hmm. um, before the quarantine, I kind of self-isolated from everyone, yeah. not because of the um, virus, but because of the news of being diabetic. So I wasn't mm-hmm. really ready to expose that to the public, really. Um mm-hmm. And then when we got into um, lockdown, um, <laughs> everything was quarantine. And I mean, <laughs> I um, took a break from school. So I, be- luckily, well, because um, being diabetic was a huge thing. So my family really wanted me to not focus on school at that time. But right. so um, I had a lot of availability, but um, emotionally speaking, I'm like, diving back into the beginning now it was quite um difficult for me um I did have family nearby but um for the first several months um my oldest sibling was really keen on not having anybody um inside her household um because she Mm -hmm. her her husband she has two um stepchildren and my niece who's three years old um she was really um strong set dead set against nobody entering the house and I completely understand and respect that um because Mm -hmm. again this virus is really deadly and serious um I had some trouble um processing that because um I'm really close to my family and they're real we we have a really close bond but my Mm -hmm. niece and I we have this nice little TT and friendship bond I mean I hug her every single time I saw her so the uh-huh. idea of not being able to physically touch her was absolutely killing me. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I think I ended up crying for a good two or three days as a result of not being able to touch her and see her. 
Um, luckily, um, that's no longer the case, and there's we're still doing safety precautions and everything. And as far as seeing anyone, I just see my family and nobody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. I still have that physical touch to a small extent, but um, I can it's I have I can understand how everyone's been affected by it because it's definitely affected me right. to the same extent as well. Right. So. Right. Well, and you know, I was kind of getting I a love- little bit difficult to share. <laughs> no, thank you so much for for being so honest. Um, and I think honestly that it's amazing that you were able to just in the beginning when you found out your diagnosis that you were just, you know, okay, I'm going to focus on me. Like, I'm going to focus on what I need because I need to understand this and deal with, you know, finding out you have diabetes, right? And a lot of people who've, who've been through similar situations still will focus so much energy on other people because they don't want to deal with it. So the fact that you had the strength to say, okay, let's work on this. Let's figure it out. Let's take the time. You know, even if it's time away from school, let's figure this out so that we, and cause this is a lifelong thing, right? So that yeah. you can figure how your life is going to be and you can actually process it. So that's an extremely healthy thing and amazing thing that you did. It, it was not the easiest transition. No. Um, my family um, really praised me for the fact that I was able to handle this in such stride. Yeah. Um, because it, if I don't do it, then I'm simply not going to be here. I mean, it's right. that simple. And I want to be here. I want to keep living my life. Yeah. I mean, the alternative was obviously me not being here, but God made right. it possible through my diagnosis to give my life more purpose and to give me a chance at living my last breath. Because many people, unfortunately, don't have that chance to. Right. A last breath is a last breath. You, it's really very rare that you would get a chance to get it back. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So you got kind of like a new lease on life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I tell everyone many people have different reactions when I share with them that I'm diabetic but I tell them that's not a bad thing it's really a blessing Mm -hmm. in disguise because I wouldn't be here if I hadn't been diagnosed Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah well and that's that's another thing too it's like people don't always pay attention to their own health um And I think a lot of times part of it is because we don't always want to be inside our own bodies, right? There's people who've been through trauma and people who have been through, you know, challenging health things um, don't always want to go to the doctor and figure it out, right? And so the fact that you paid attention to things like that and signs and got this new, this chance, right, to continue to live your life and to do things differently and to, you know, share your story and, all of that. I think it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So I do have an icebreaker question for you. I don't know if I'm going to be able to stump you. Many people have a different approach to this particular question because it's such a fun one. Um, okay. So if you could have any superpower that's not flying, many people pick flying. 
because I think everyone misses traveling so much. But I have to take that power away. I have to make it a little difficult. (laughs) If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Telekinetics. Moving things with your mind? Yes, because you know, (laughs) technically, I mean... Have you ever seen the movie Matilda? Yes, I've seen the movie Matilda, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so after watching that movie when I was a kid, I tried so hard to move different objects with my mind. I still will do it occasionally. (laughs) I broke broke my foot recently, well, in October, and I was laid up for a long time. And I would, like, be like, okay, I need need an ice pack. Can I get it with my mind? Because obviously my dog's not going to do it. telekinesis okay so you okay what would yours be mine would be being able to read people's minds Ooh, would you want to be able to turn that power off though so you're not reading everything i i yeah i I feel like if it's possible to have a switch turned off i'll turn it off Perhaps when I'm, like, taking a shower or going to bed (laughs) or if I'm in the middle of a really good show. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah, I would pick that. I know there's probably, like, disadvantages and good advantages to having that particular power. But Mm -hmm. just like in life, there's good things and there's bad things. And at the end of the day, those things just shape us into who we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. With any lesson, there's always a good and a bad thing, right? Yes. (sighs) Well, Katie, um, we can talk about superpowers all day long, but um, (laughs) we're at the end of this awesome conversation. Um, Do you have any social plugins you want to tie in um, for my listeners before we wrap up here? Absolutely. So if you all are interested in learning more about what I'm doing or the meditations that I lead, I am on Instagram at Guided Path Coaching. And my website for more information also is www.guidedpathcoaching.org. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me today, Katie. Um, I ended up talking a bit more about myself. That wasn't my intention. <laughs> but um <laughs> That's that's the cause of a good coach. I get you to open up and share. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And now my listeners have a better insight to how your mind works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but still, thank you. It was a real honor talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. To all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe, speak up. Don't be afraid to speak up. And until next time. everyone thank you for listening to the latest episode of words of heart if you would like to leave a rating slash review or voice message of your thoughts on this latest episode or any episode for that matter please do not hesitate to do so you can leave me a voice message right here on anchor and if you would like to leave a review slash rating You are welcome to do so on Apple Podcasts. You can find my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. 
Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podchaser, to name a few. My podcast is literally everywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, if you would like to speak to your heart warrior, that would be me on a regular basis. You can reach out to me through Twitter. My Twitter handle is heartwarrior24. Again, it is heartwarrior24. So please do not hesitate to reach out to me with whatever is on your mind or just to simply chat. As always, I am here for you. In addition, I've also started integrating videos into my podcast. For those videos and more, you can follow me on my Facebook page, Words of Heart Podcast. Again, my Facebook page is called Words of Heart Podcast. So if you would like to know more about my podcast or anything pertaining to my podcast, feel free to like and subscribe to my page. And as always, I hope you guys are staying healthy and safe. And if you ever need anything or ever want anyone to talk to, I am here for you.